Hi there. Welcome to your podcast for college Catholics, where we discuss faith and spirituality from a Catholic perspective. I'm Father Patrick Wainwright, and thank you for joining me today. I'm not sure if you know about the amazing story of the first Jesuit martyrs of North America, also known as the North American Martyrs. There were eight men, most of them priests, members in varying degrees of the Society of Jesus, and who came from France to what today is basically part of Canada and part of the United States as missionaries, and who died a violent death for their faith, all within the first half of the 17th century. They are all saints and martyrs, and they are celebrated all together in one same feast day, October 19th. So I would encourage you to read a book called Saints of the American Wilderness by John A. O'Brien, published by Sophia Institute Press, and I will put a link in the description and in the episode notes below so that you can find it more easily. I can assure you that once you start reading it, it will be hard to put down, and it will make you love your faith and the great saints we have in the Catholic Church. So the best known of the group of the North American martyrs are fathers John de Brebeuf and Isaac Jogues. Now they all went through terrible sacrifices to bring the faith and the sacraments to the native people of North America, most especially the Hurons and the Iroquois. Their area of apostolate extended more or less from the Great Lakes area, Lake Superior, Michigan, Lake Huron, Lake Erie, and Lake Ontario, all the way to the St. Lawrence Bay in areas that today are Ontario and New York State, at least part of it. So they were mostly highly educated men who abandoned all their comforts and their academic pursuits, we could say, to bring the gospel and the sacraments to people who had never heard of Christ and lived in very precarious conditions. They not only brought their faith, but they also endeavored to bring social well-being, health of mind and body, knowledge of how to plant crops and harvest, and so many other things. However, they, uh, they, there were those who looked with suspicion on their efforts or simply saw them as enemies, and because of that, they were opposed, they were tortured, they were killed, and they were killed for what they stood for, which is the faith in Jesus Christ. One of them was Charles Garnier, and I want to share his story mainly because he was killed while he was trying to baptize a dying Huron when he could have laid low and maybe lived a bit longer. So Charles Garnier was born in Paris in May 1606 and died in 1649. He entered the Society of Jesus at around the age of 18 and then was ordained a priest and soon he offered himself to be sent to the missions in New France, which is today Canada. A year later, he was sent to the missions in North America, and after a short stay in Quebec, he was sent to the land of the Hurons, also called Huronia. After some years with the Hurons, in 1639, Father Charles Garnier was sent as a missionary to the Petans, or the, also called the Tobacco Nation, which resided in the east coast of Lake Huron. Now, if you look at a map today, that area, the, the area of the Petan Nation, would be in the province of Ontario and slightly north of Toronto. So, for a couple of years, Father Garnier spent time with the Petans. But while he worked tire tirelessly, 
his efforts at the beginning were not very successful at all. He and another priest were several times threatened with death. They were not allowed to enter some of the huts, even if it was in the middle of the winter storm. And he endured terrible sacrifices, walking several miles in the dark in order to help maybe some dying Pitan and offer some company, sometimes some relief from suffering, and perhaps baptize the dying. And also, have in mind that on many of those trips, all he had to eat were roots and acorns. They had to sleep in the open air, right, without any shelter whatsoever. However, little by little, with his kindness, his uh, love, his selflessness, he was able to reach their heart and bring them closer to the faith. By then, the Iroquois, another tribe, had started a systematic war against the Hurons and the Pitans and were trying to exterminate them. So Father Garnier, however, continued ministering to the sick and the dying, and his goal was to bring eternal salvation to those natives who had never heard of Jesus Christ. Now, one of the more veteran missionaries in the area, Father Jesuit Father Francis Bressani, who had suffered terrible tortures at the hands of the Iroquois, but had survived, he said that Father Garnier thought of nothing of walking 30 or 40 miles in the hottest summer day, sleeping alone in the wilderness in order to minister to some dying native or accompany them and offer them to receive baptism, even though the woods were infested with Iroquois who always were trying to kill both the Hurons or the Pétans or the French. So after eight years of hard work in the winter of 1647, 1647, Father Garnier was able finally to establish a mission in a village called Etarida. And there he built a chapel. In that mission, there were some 184 Pétans who willingly received baptism. Now the following year, 1648, the Iroquois had wiped out an important village in the area and had vowed to burn all the villages to the ground, all the villages of the Petans. Still, these Jesuit missionaries who were in the different villages in that area remained with their beloved natives, regardless of the imminent danger to their lives. They knew they could die at any time. They could any time attack and burn their huts, their chapels, and kill them all. And this is what happened about a year later, on December 7th, 1649, in the village of Etarida, around 3 p.m., where Father Garnier was making his usual rounds through the village and visiting the sick and uh, the people there, a sentinel cried out that the Iroquois were coming. The invaders stormed the village, and they killed, of course, men, women, and children. And those who came to him, Father Garnier, encouraged them to run for their lives, to escape, because there was still time to escape, and gave them all general absolution of their sins. Those who were escaping asked and told Father Garnier to escape with them, because he was still in time to save himself, but he did not want to abandon those other villagers who had been caught and would probably die alone. So he went from cabin to cabin, some of which were already set on fire by the Iroquois, and ministered to the people who were inside who were terrified and knowing that they were going to die. 
At one point, the Iroquois saw Father Garnier, surrounded him with their guns and their tomahawks, and shot him. It is reported that one bullet hit him in the chest, and another ripped open his stomach. Then he fell to the ground, and the attackers tore off his cassock and left it naked and bleeding on the ground, and then left him. After some moments, Father uh, Garnier recovered his consciousness and saw a Petan brave near him, almost dying and in terrible pain. So Father Garnier crawled on his knees for some feet to help his, this man, probably to baptize him with some snow. He was coming closer, and according to a woman who saw this from uh, her hiding place, an Iroquois attacked him, scalped him, and plunged his tomahawk through both temples. Father Garnier, with his outstretched arm, fell to the ground. No doubt, this uh, last effort of his was like a summary of all his ministry to the Hurons and the Petans. Now, from a nearby village, the other Jesuit missionaries saw the smoke rising from the town and understood what that meant. So the following day, these Jesuit and other um, Petans, uh, once the Iroquois had left, they came to see what had happened, and they found many corpses scattered in the snow, and others burned in what was left of their cabins. And they also found the body of Father Garnier covered in blood, in ashes and mud in the middle of the village. So they covered his body and buried it in a, the place where the chapel had been because now it was burnt to the ground. And he was the second to last of these eight Jesuit martyrs to give his life for Christ in the service of the Native Americans. Now what we can learn from his life and his ministry is the value that he and other missionaries gave to the importance of the eternal salvation of those people, and how Christian baptism was an essential element for that salvation. So we tend to underestimate the importance of baptism, of our baptism, of our salvation, and of the salvation of those around us. We tend, not necessarily always, but we tend not to appreciate the treasure we have in baptism, and the huge graces that we have received, and continue to receive, thanks to that sacrament. So if you're baptized, be sure to give thanks to God frequently and recognize the gifts of baptism, and even to thank those thanks to whom you are baptized, and try to keep unstained the purity of your soul, made clean by the waters of baptism. And if you're not baptized, make sure you don't delay too much in receiving this sacrament of regeneration, as it is also called. The sacrament, thanks to which we are born again from above and born again to eternal life. Because as our Lord said to Nicodemus in John chapter 3, verse 3, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So the very clear words of our Lord Jesus Christ referring to the gift of baptism. So in the next episode, we will look into the sacrament of baptism a bit more in depth. Uh, by the way, after that, after that episode, um, I will have to take a week off because we do every year our annual spiritual exercises silent retreat. 
and therefore I won't be able to do all the recording and edition and publishing, which I do myself. So please make sure you follow this podcast. Please sure you tune in at the next episodes and share them with your friends. And if you can, remember to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and rate us both in Apple and Spotify. So thanks for listening. May God bless you. And we will see you next time.